Every manager wants the dynamism of an entrepreneurial spirit in their company. The benefits of empowering highly skilled people are enormous, and there's a long list of organizations that do this well, and they are the most impressive companies on earth. But it isn't easy, because risks are real and can be very scary. Listen to this clip from my conversation with Bart Hedges on the trade-offs between entrepreneurialism and risk aversion in managing highly skilled teams at a reinsurance company. So back to my observation on reinsurance companies, they tend to have this collective decision-making process where they, they roundtable an idea and they kind of knock it around internally with you know very highly skilled experts being the underwriting team and, and the CEO and maybe even higher and come up with a collective decision on it. That is not entrepreneurial decision making <laughs> at all. So yeah. how, how do you how do you reconcile that? You know, the desire for people to 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 take to take a I don't know if take a risk is the right way of thinking about it, but at least push hard on an idea that they think is right. And yet, as you pointed out, the downside risk of getting something wrong is huge. And so if anything, you want a, a bureaucracy to and I mean bureaucracy in kind of a value neutral way there to to make sure we quash all the good ideas, all the bad ideas, right? No false positives. Yeah, the, the 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 environment that I tried to develop was was it's been the same since uh, really from for quite a long time. Whether it was at Scandinavian Re, whether it was at uh, Platinum, or whether it was at Greenlight, it was really all kind of the same environment that I was trying to develop, and I think it worked pretty well. It, which was to I always looked for underwriters and actuaries who could work together because you need both sides of the equation. You need the the what I would think of as more people-oriented skills of the underwriter um, with the quantitative skill, skills of the actuary. And sometimes you found both in a single person, which is which is fine. Um, but you needed both. And then uh, what we tried to do was to, you know, empower the teams through the collective knowledge of the group. And there's a difference between telling an underwriter, you know, what to do versus trying to impart your, your wisdom on them and letting them come to the conclusion that it's good or bad. And at the end of the day, you can't, if you can't, if you're really sure that a deal is going to be a bad deal, um, or if you're pretty sure it's going to be a bad deal because you never can be 100% sure, you know, at some point you probably have to exercise authority. But the idea was to allow the teams to, um, to come up with a product, sell to somebody, decide what they thought the right right deal is, and then present it. And the idea in presenting it was to get feedback from the rest of the team, knowing that there's probably questions they didn't ask. There's probably critical information that, that they either received and didn't look at or didn't receive or didn't ask for. And rarely would somebody bring a deal to our deal team and um, walk away with just a quick yes, because there was always something that somebody had learned somewhere else, whether it was me or one of the other people involved. And uh, and the idea was to get them to embrace that as a learning experience and not feel like it was a bureaucratic, you know, kind of thing where they were being told what to do. And it, it and honestly, it didn't always work. There were people who who couldn't, you know, uh, embrace the the uh, that that kind of culture and wanted to go off and have their own authority to write deals and and you know those people just didn't work out in that kind of environment. If you're an actuary, you like me probably dread the professionalism continuing education requirement. I think that the best time to satisfy this is in podcast time, while on your commute, while walking your dog, while mowing your lawn, while doing the dishes. 
head over to notonprofessional.com where, for the price of a CAS webinar, you can get content dedicated to continuing education for actuaries, especially professionalism CE. That's notonprofessional.com. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting the Not Unreasonable podcast.